Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 22. How you doing, Dad? Uh, well, I've got a bit of a croak. I don't know whether everybody can pick it up. I think I might have a bit of a cold, Steve. You've got to, oh, don't keep away from me then. I know. I, I did notice <laughs> that our mics were a bit further apart than <laughs> usual. <laughs> I didn't know you had a cold, but I'm quite glad we've got a bit of extra distance today. Yes, yes. Don't, yeah, I don't, don't want to be taking you. No, I don't want to be taking that back with me to London. <laughs> so, aside from a little croak and a little cold, you're okay. Yes, yes. I've been working, finishing the watercolour. You know, the watercolour I started. We're going to oh. mention that later on. Yep. Finish that, and then started a new project, which you won't allow me to talk about. So I'm not going to allow you to talk no, about that. We've no, got no, enough to talk about, talk about <laughs> 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 next so, week. Next week. So first, suffice it to say, folks, you've got. Another little surprise coming later on. <laughs> we're not telling. We're not telling we? you what. Yeah, we're not telling you what it is yet. No, no. Just going to move your mic up. You All right. Yeah, it's better. Just a technical thing. <laughs> 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 I can hear you. See, I can hear in my earpiece, but you can't hear. No. What, what I'm hearing. Um, okay. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm all right. Thanks for asking. <laughs> how, are, how are you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mentioned last week that I'm moving, and uh, I am still moving. It's a bit stressful. It head. is stressful, isn't it? Oh, I know. People aren't wrong when they say moving is one of the stressful things, most stressful things you can do. Isn't I'm sure it? everybody out there will agree with you. They sympathise with me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a very stressful weekend and a very stressful beginning of the week next week. But it's all going to work. Be worth it in the lens, isn't it? It will be. It yeah. will be. So, um, yeah. So, other than that, I'm good. Everything's going well. London's great and uh, enjoying it. And, um, yeah. So, maybe maybe one point we'll have a little catch up on yeah. what's happening in the world of Steve. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's crack on this week. So, I want to give an update for anyone out there that's a member of um, Dad's website, colinbradleyart.co.uk where we post videos every week, uh, new lessons, uh, new video lessons to draw new pictures. So uh, the members have had the Rhino last week. The Rhino started for them. Yeah. And we've got part two going up. Well, I think I've put it up already, but it'll be, it'll be, so it's up now as in Friday, Saturday. So they would have seen part two. The Autumn Mist has got this week and one more week left. So that's right. already, already finished, right. which means we'll be starting another new picture. Right. For everyone. And that is going to be the mountains landscape that oh, you did. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, they will be when they see it. Oh, they will. I, I, we haven't shown them yet. No, we haven't seen the picture of it yet. No. Oh, do you so want me to put that on Facebook? Next week. Okay, folks, I'll put the, I'll put the picture on. Or the, the week after. We'll, 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 post it. we'll post it up there, yeah, so okay. you know what's coming. But, yeah, it's another landscape, isn't it? Right, Do yeah. you want to tell them about that? Yes. I, um, when it was, it was sent in to me by Barbara, she suggested it, and she it, several people actually have mentioned it before. Yeah, I think Snow Christine Cat had asked about it as well. Yeah, there she had, yeah. And I, I, I kind of put it off, but when Barbara said, you know, could you do a snow-capped mountain for me? I thought, yeah, why not? It fitted really, really well into our exercise program mm. because it wasn't very big, you know. And, I mean, I could have put a, a glacier and water in the front and all sorts of things, a couple of polar bears <laughs> and uh, a few penguins. Gone really, gone really <laughs> overboard. Someone asked for a mountain, you've done a whole scene. Yes, but, but, I'd uh, like to see that. Uh, well, maybe one day I might do that. i a picture in my head of this now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, so, but instead of that, I thought, no, oh, there isn't a great deal to it. You know, you've got, you've got snow, white, and you've got rocks, sort of dark, 
slightly brown against the white. Yeah. And that's it. You right. Kind of not a lot, but but it really is a good a good picture. I I enjoy doing it, and I think people are going to enjoy watching it. Okay. So something they can give a go. It's not not too long a piece. No. It's quite small, you say. Would you you know? Uh, well, I think you've got to make it a bit bigger than we're going to give them the smaller picture. Right. But they they need to enlarge it slightly on that. Not as big as A five. Okay. Smaller than A five. Just a bit smaller I think than we A5. mentioned this last week. Actually, we probably did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But we we forget, don't we? Yeah. But why not? We recap again. Really drill it into. It's that. worth. It's worth. But you know, um, I actually s- I watched it yesterday, and I completed this about three three weeks four weeks ago, Steve. Yeah. Uh, but I actually watched it through yesterday to recap. Mm. And uh, I quite enjoyed it. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> if you do say so yourself, yeah. Yeah, no, I quite enjoyed it. It's very relaxing and um, it come off very well. So I Good. think people are going to love it. Okay, well, that's that's going up. So that will be, we finished the autumn mist uh, next week. And then the, so the mountains, the snow-capped mountains will start after that. So we've got that. The other, um, well, actually, before I go on to the next subject, the watercolour that you've, you've got out that I can see in the corner of my eye. I want to mention paper quickly. We had questions quite, well, probably from the beginning of when we started the podcast about produce or selling larger paper, didn't we? That's right. Because people wanted to do larger mm. pictures, which we completely understood. So we've been trying to source some larger paper and we've actually managed to. Now, it's not quite as big as A3, which uh, we can really... Transporting it was going to be a bit of a problem, wasn't it? It was a nightmare. Really. So, yeah. so we've, but we found a supplier that is able to supply a slightly large paper, which is actually... Very close to B4. So we sell A4 at the moment, which is the standard A4 size. And this larger B4 is slightly bigger. So if, if uh, to put it in perspective, in centimetres, A4 is 21 by, say, 29.75. So like 21 by 30. And B4 is 25 by 35 yes. centimetres. About 25% so, bigger. Yes. 20, 20, 25% bigger. Yeah, so it's slightly, yeah, 20% <coughs> bigger. So it's slightly <coughs> bigger. So... Th- you know, we sell. We've basically managed to get hold of that, and we're selling that now. So, as well as the A4. So, yep. if you wanted to do a, a slightly larger than A4 picture, we now sell the the B4 size. Yep. And it's a, a pound more. So the the A4 is uh, four seventy five still, and we've upped it from ten sheets to twelve sheets. Yes. Yes. So generous of us. It's very generous of you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so now we sell twelve instead of ten. So if you get a pack of uh, twelve. You get the either A4 or the B4 size. That's right. So we, we've we've kind of hopefully catered to a few more people's tastes with with wanting to do slightly bigger pictures. Yep. And we're still able to package it normally uh, as we would normally do. So I wanted to mention that because we put Good. that up Good. this week. So that's paper. So moving on to the AR Quinton that we mentioned last week. Now last week you'd done a watercolour and you hadn't done any pastel pencil on it, had you? And you said you were going to give it that magical That's right. pastel pencil <clears> touch. <throat> well, you judge, Steve, uh, whether you think the magic touch has worked. Yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you were right. It is uh, has really, really, really enhanced it, hasn't it? It does. You, I mean, the, the picture itself is very good. It was good anyway, you mm. know, as a watercolour. It was, yeah. But the pastel pencil just adds a, just a touch of magic to it, it. It really brings it. It really brings it to life, doesn't it? Mm. It adds that kind of. It's like another layer. That's exactly you know when what you you know when you um, have like a photograph and you might put a filter on it or something like that. When you put yes. a filter over a photograph, anyone out there knows. Like mm. when you put a filter, it kind of it can just enhance. Mm. Excuse me, it enhances different. Mm elements of a picture it feels like putting pastel pencil over a watercolor yes just enhances and brings out little 
features, doesn't yes. it? Yes, it's like it. I think it has realism, a, a sense of realism. Pastel, pen, pastel pencils do that anyway. Even the animals that we do yeah. tend to look really uh, alive, and it works the same way with the landscape. On top of that, mm. I'd say the places that I notice it more is definitely amongst the trees and the, the shrubs and yes. things like that. Definitely, but also on the roof, you know, along That's there. Right. That's right. I feel so. <laughs> this is terrible podcast, isn't it? We're talking about a picture that no one can see other than me and you. But yeah, I think I, when people see this, look look for the trees and look for the shrubs because, and the top top of the roof because I feel that's where the, the detail as well mm. with the pastel pencils really enhanced well, it. Well, thatch, it, the, it's the, the whole, almost the whole building is thatched. It's very difficult to get thatch. Mm. Uh, how do you... How, how do you how with watercolour, you mean, yeah. Well, it is, yes. Well, with any medium, really, to make it work. But mm. that works. The two things together, you get, a, you get the watercolour where you get the, the depth of, of, of tone mm. and then you've got the pastel pencil, which gives you the texture. So you get the best of both worlds. It's amazing how two mediums work so well together. Mm. Mm. Uh, just out of curiosity, I'm sure I'm going to touch upon this later. Do you know anyone else, any other artist that does this? Oh, watercolour and pastel pencil? Do you know, I don't... Professional really. artist. There's a gentleman, I can't remember his name here, Jonathan sent me a link to his work somewhere in Wales I'm sorry I've, names escape me I did have a look at his work well if um, anyone knows of yeah. uh, any other yeah pastor, I know I just... jo- Jonathan's uh, used it and I think somebody else mentioned to me they used it as well but, but, uh, of my students yeah 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 uh, but uh, other professional art, certainly professional within your within your career of going to exhibitions and meeting other artists no one mm. seems to have tried this in no, your experience? No, many, many, many years ago, I was at the Art Materials Show and I met somebody who used pastel pencils on top of acrylic. No way. Yeah, they did. Uh, and what? How did it, that work out? I, I don't know. I never saw his work, but he was a professional artist. Yeah. Uh, of, of renowned. He, he, yeah. He was, you know, quite well known. But I think he was more contemporary artist in the contemporary area rather right. than... Our realistic, realistic, realistic impressionism kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we discussed it, and he said, "Oh yes, I you know but I do do that." Pastel pencil on acrylic. Mm. Fascinating. Maybe we'll touch upon that in another another mm. episode. I personally I can't see that. You I've can't got see. To say. You can't see them working together. Then. I don't. No, the two are different kinds of mediums. Mm. As I explained last week, watercolor pastel pencils are similar. They 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 mould into each other. That, yeah, you said they get a, the tim- a similar yeah. blend kind of... Where acrylic doesn't do that. Yeah, so yeah, we also I said this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, maybe, who's to say? Maybe you should try it. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Come on, listeners, let's get in to try it. No, okay. Right, so that covers the AR Quinton. That's going to be great. I can't wait for them to see that picture. It mm. looks absolutely stunning. So that, that'll be on. Uh, we'll start that. After the mountains, so the snowcap mountain is quite a short project for people to try, yep. and then so and then we start this fantastic watercolor and pastel pencil piece. So that's going up. So that's on the members' site. Uh, we're going to be going on the members' site with all the videos that are on there. So if you want to hear any uh, more or see any more information on the members' site about that, you can visit colinbradleyart.co.uk and have a little sneak peek of some of the videos that are already on there. So this week. As we're talking about watercolour, I wanted to ask you a bit more about your watercolour background and sort of cover watercolour in a bit more detail, Right. as we've already started to do. So you obviously, people know by now if they've listened through the back catalogue, if they haven't, go and listen. Um, you started out in watercolour. That's right. Why did you decide watercolour? Well, 
give you two reasons. The first reason is it's cheap. It's not expensive. Watercolor, would to you get a, a watercolor palette and all the paints and a couple of paintbrushes. Would you say it's the che- Would you say it's the cheapest art medium? Uh, I would say it was. To yes. try, if yes, anyone was. was to try it, you don't need a great deal of color. You see, you just need a, a normal a little palette, and then you can mix the colors. So it's not like a big box of pastel pencils, for instance. You know, mm. sort of eighty or ninety pounds worth, or, or a big box of oils. You don't need you don't need that much watercolor really to make it work for you. So it's cheap. So it's cheap. That was the first reason. The second reason was that I was playing with coloured pencils. Yeah. That's how I started. Just oh, right. normal coloured pencils mm. because I had some of those. And I wasn't so happy with them. And I thought, I must, I, I've got to move into painting now. And I knew what I wanted to do. And I thought, okay, I'll give watercolour a chance. And it worked for me. So did you just kind of just click with it? You just suddenly, you just, because obviously you had, you've got a natural talent for art. So did you just yes. kind of, it just kind of, the more you used it, the more it just felt yes. right? Yes. A bit like pastel pencils when I first started that, I had to develop my own technique. Mm. I knew what I wanted to do. I needed wanted to see. This is the thing. When you have a picture in your mind, that's what I want to do. You aim for that. Mm. One, a me- one medium will give it to you, another medium won't give it to you. Acrylic never gave it to me. It didn't give me that subtleness that I wanted, I got with them. Um, so you've tried acrylic? I'd, oh, yes, I tried, acry- I tried acrylic and I tried oil. Do you know, oh, the, yeah, little yeah. packs you get, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not a great lot of it, but, you know, you didn't, have, didn't buy reams and reams of it. Yeah. Just little testers, you know, to see how it went, but I didn't get on with them. Watercolour just seemed to fit, did it? Watercolour... You can manipulate watercolor. You can make it work for you, or at least I can. I can make it work for me. But I wasn't. I didn't like the traditional watercolors that were wishy-washy. I liked the more Victorian kind. You like the more realistic yeah. kind of watercolor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Did you, when you started off, did you just experiment, or from your mind's eye, or did you look at pictures, copy pictures when you first uh, did watercolor? I copied first, my first. own pictures. Uh, I used to take pictures. I used to go around photographing pictures and then see if you could do it. See if you could do it yeah. in watercolor. Yes, yeah, so I wanted what I wanted to try to do was to replicate what I saw, and then enhance what I saw. Right. You know what I mean? I, it's like picking. A, you know, if it was a church, I I'd do the church as it was, as, as real as it was, and then I'd change the colours of the stones, and I'd change the colour of the doors, and mm. put a couple of extra turrets on, and thing, things that made it my picture. I used to like doing that. So still that, do. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of brings me on to my next question. What other subjects did you try uh, other than landscapes and watercolour? So you obviously went around and took pictures mm. of things like landscapes. Yes, I did, yes. And you'd done them in watercolour. Really, it was all, all landscapes, Steve. Lands- buildings and, and scenes. I didn't do any. The only time I did animals is, you know, if I did a field with, I remember I did a very popular picture once and I sold it with a couple of cows in it. Right. Uh, black and white, you know, Hereford cows. And was it Hereford? Anyway, whatever, a couple of black and white cows. And uh, I enjoyed doing that. So I was doing animals, but only in the scene. And we spoke about this before, how that you can't, you can't really do animals, animal portraits in watercolour. Not successfully. I know people do. It, it just, I couldn't do them. It, you couldn't they, do them. It didn't satisfy me. I wanted to have a living, breathing animal. Yeah. And watercolour doesn't quite give you that. Mm. So what was the most popular project that you did in watercolour out of all of your sort of watercolour career what was the most popular subject that you did well sunsets whenever I did a sunset I sold it immediately 
Do you think that's because sunsets work really, really well with watercolour? Do you think... Yes, you've got drama, you see. You've got the drama. Right, yeah. And you, I imagine that. I imagine that you get so you a lot get more. sunsets. I sold every sunset I ever did. A snow scene. I sold every snow scene I ever did. I used to do snow scenes. Really? Yeah. Why? Because that's quite a difference. A sunset and a oh, snow scene. Oh, absolutely. Completely different. They're, they're not like, it's not, there's no, <laughs> there's no correlation there. It, they're no. two very opposites. Mm. So what, why do you think that was? Why I do don't you think know. It, obviously people like them. Is it drama in the sense of one very warm, one very cold kind of drama, do you Could think? Be. Could be. It's just that I think my experimentation that I used to do lent itself to a lot of free expression and sunset is very much that you can't copy a sunset you've just got to create it right it's that even with the snow scene you've got to do that you have to you can't just copy exactly what you see you've got to do a lot of creativity within that mm. most of the snow scenes i did were no snow around i had to invent the snow right right wow you know east grinstead in the snow was a very very popular yeah, pastel yeah. pencil i know it's pastel this way but that was done, that was taken from a very old postcard that I got hold of that was no snow on it. It was just plain ordinary scene. Really? And I invent the snow. Yeah. I like doing that. <laughs> just adding snow to a yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. And I used to do the same thing watercolour. I used to add the snow. So when, I'll go back to sunsets uh, and the snow scenes, that strikes me really interesting that those are two very different subjects, yet you can put a lot of expression in that. That's it. Would you su suggest to people that kind of want that expression to, mm -hmm. to, to want to express you know uh more do you think it's easier if they did a landscape say your students for example would yeah. you suggest to students doing a landscape or a snow scene to bring out more mm. of a kind of expression do you think it's easy to do with no. a landscape or sunset no i don't think it is you don't think it's easy to do it was only easy for me because i had a a kind of impressionistic mind you know i i can see things in my mind and then i can relay them in paper now people have got to have that ability if they haven't got the ability they won't be able to do it no i would say to start with copy what you see copy what you see when you're starting off with yes and gradually as you feel yourself because yeah. there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of our students out there that are progressing really quickly and mm. you kind of to fuel that kind of mm. progression and enthusiasm that they've got you know, I just wonder if it's an idea, you know, to sort of just raise that as a point to say in these particular s subjects, mm. you can express more so because you can mm. use your mind's eye to create mm. uh, and wonder a bit. Well, this is one of the great things about the member site, because in the videos, when in the narrative that I give, I'm usually explaining all this as I'm doing yeah. it. You know, now we need to be creative here, I say, or, you know, now this is going to work if I do this. Yeah. You know, I kind of give people ideas of how we can change and and cr be creative within that. So I think so you allow for members are very lucky, really, because they get that uh, advantage. You can't get it with DVD because when a DVD has to be edited and cut. Yeah, well, we well, our tutorials, one of them was like six hours. I know. Well, how are you yeah. going <laughs> to compress that? Into, but I'm sure the people that have that watched that six hours of, of footage yeah. would hate to see that compressed to an hour. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, five yeah. hours of, of, of missing text, yeah. basically. Yeah. So the kind of the so when they watch the, the videos and stuff, obviously, you give you give sort of hints at where you could be more expressive, mm. more that. Mm. So you'd encourage that, mm. uh, especially when you're following some of your tutorials, you'd encourage them to sort of oh, yeah, use their 
used their mind to kind of express I think more you, beyond what you've shown. Yeah, yeah. If you have if you have something in front of you, it, it, it may surprise people to know that I have to have something like that myself. I can't just have a piece of paper and magic a picture. Yeah. I can't do that. Well, I could, but it's not going to be really very good. Not great. No. I used to do it on uh, dem- workshops and demonstrations, but. So I have to have something to focus on. Hmm. And once I'm focusing on that, then I can let my mind expand. So it's like having starting with a base face, isn't yes. it? Like a, a bare bones of a picture. Yes. And saying, right, I've got that. That is what I'm going to work from. And wherever it goes after that... That's right. ...is wherever my mind will let mm. it go. Yes, yes. It's better to do it that way. But you can't... You don't... You know, you wouldn't suggest people to try and do that initially... To oh, start no. off with, if no. someone's just starting out, copy, see what you see, and then as you get more, would you say it comes with confidence as well? Absolutely, practice and confidence. Yes, you can you can really go. Yes, I've seen it. I've seen. I've been. I taught for an awful long time, and I saw all my students, and I saw them progress like that. But I always said, stay on the right path. Don't deviate. Yeah. Not until you feel confident, and then you see the confidence start coming in. And then it's and that's when the magic happens. Yeah, it's wonderful to do it, but you can't run before you walk, and that's what they'll be doing. Yeah, very good point. Very mm. good point. I like I like where we went with that. That's really that's really interesting. It's mm. it's fascinating, and I can see that. I can see that. So let's have a look. So what what other questions have I got here? Oh yeah. So what your watercolor is like? And you said you don't really. Don't enjoy the wishy-washy watercolour. You prefer the Victorian, mm. very detailed, fine, mm. realistic watercolour. Suits me. Suits you, yeah, suits you more. So that really answers that question, right? I so said, what makes your watercolour different to other watercolour out there? Yeah. Because what, do, you what, see, do you see your other watercolour, your style of watercolour out there? Have you seen your style of watercolour? Quinton. Recently? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> In the last hundred years? <laughs> no, no, I, d- I don't think I have, to be honest. I, it's time-consuming. You see, watercolour generally, if you, do, if you have somebody demonstrating watercolour, half an hour, finished. Really? That quick? When I do a watercolour, it's a day and a half. <laughs> it's hours. It's a long time. I mean, that, that picture here, that, it's not very big, is it, Steve? No. I mean, you can see it's, it's only... Quite, it's it's A5? It's a bit bigger than A5. That would have taken me definitely one a day and a half to do. Wow. A day and a half. Now, a watercolour artist would balk at that and think, I, I can't make money at that. A I day see. and a half. I see, yeah. Blimey, I'd have to charge £500 for that. They're not going to get £500. So it's, they do a quick wash and a quick flick. And there we are. Right. So no one really, would you say, as far as you know, I mean, the internet is a massive place, so we could probably find people out there that do do your watercolour. But you've in your career... Of going to shows, going to exhibitions, mm. uh, meeting other artists, you, you you don't see people generally attempt the watercolour, realistic, Victorian no. style that you do? No, it's quite rare. Right. I don't know why people don't do it, except for the reason I mentioned, that it's very time-consuming. Yeah, and perhaps it just doesn't, just doesn't suit. It doesn't it? appeal to them. It, it just doesn't. appeals to me. You know, I'm in the wrong era. I should have been born 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm in in another era. I I know I am. And but when people see my work, they like it. And I think, well, if you like it, why don't other people do it? Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand that. It's interesting. And it's really fascinating because it feels like 
it feels like then what you're teaching like, by showing people this kind of watercolor mm. is kind of bringing back the classic. Oh, I'd love to do that. Well, it's what you're doing. I know. It? I'd you're love doing to do it. That. You're doing so, it, and you're bringing it. You're bringing it back because you know uh, A.R. Quinton. That book of, of watercolors is incredible. Yes. You know, and it's gone on Facebook. People have said like it is amazing that his his work. Yeah. And to think that no one does that now. No. You know, it's it's great that you're bringing it back. I really urge people to check up uh, A.R. Quinton's work. And mm. that, you know, we've obviously got a book full of his stuff, but there's going to be loads on the internet. So the last question I've got really, we've covered, I suppose, here. I wanted to ask you, why is combining watercolour and pastel pencils different to just doing watercolour? Ah, that, that's, that is interesting because by just doing watercolour, you can get an A.R. Quinton picture. Yeah. And they are lovely. Mm. But... When you look at the picture I've done here, if Quinton had been alive and had seen what I'd done, he'd be doing it. You're thinking, oh, look what I can do here. I can put little pebbles in and I can do this. And All the things you can't do, really, with watercolour, mm. you can do with pastel pencils. But there are things you can't do with pastel pencils that you can do with watercolour. Watercolour, yeah, yeah, I you see. Yeah. You're working on, first of all, you're working on a, a, a white paper. You know, well, that's a great asset. But by the time you put all the watercolour on, mm. then the watercolour adds as your base colours. So. Mm. Quick question. When you do a picture like that, do you know, um, I'm pointing at it, obviously this is a podcast, people can't see me pointing at it. When you do a picture like that, like yeah. the one you've just done, yeah. how far do you have to plan how you're going to put the pastel pencil on before you do the watercolour? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, Do you, you look do. at the picture and go, I'm going to use pastel pencil for this, 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 yes. and this, and this. And the watercolour is going to do this, this and this. Well, How it, far ahead it, do you have to plan? It's a little, it's a slightly easier than that because I use the pastel pencil as an enhancement. Right. Not as a, paint, a part of the painting as such. It's something that I, I do the watercolour work. The watercolour is the donkey. Mm. The pastel pencils is just the chap sitting on it. Uh, actually, when they listen... Uh, to the narrative as I do this I actually explain this as I go along right. I'll say I'm doing maybe a tree and I'm saying now uh, I'll be enhancing this with pastel pencils I'm waiting for the time do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's so, so you kind of do as you go along as you're doing it in watercolour you do say right I'm going to you put sort of a mental mm. note in your head or you know when you say on the camera you that's say right. I'm going to come back to that and, and I'm going to enhance that and there are parts of that when I was doing the bark I was almost certain that I'd need pastel pencils on it mm. but I'd made such a good job of the watercolour on the bark of the trees that I didn't need the pastel pencils right. I did I touched it here and there but it wasn't very much not as much as you thought not initially. as much as I thought so you know I was surprised mm. but it's, this is creativity again you're mm. creating something you see were pastel pencils around when A.R. Quinton? No. They hadn't, because they, they used to be called charcoal pencils, didn't yes. they? A long, long time ago. Well, Quinton died in 1934. Right. Pastel pencils came out in the late 30s. Oh, no, really? Yeah, so we missed him by a few years. How old was Quinton when he died? Do you know? 80 uh, something, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. 80, yeah. 80 something. Okay, so so they came out. Oh right, so pastel pencils came out sort of the late thirties. Yeah, but no one knew how to do, how to use them. They weren't using them. Certainly weren't using them as I'm using them now. No, no, in that not time. that early on. No. Mm, okay. Okay. Great. I want I wanted to cover water. as we've got a watercolor coming out. Mm. I thought you know it'd be nice to talk about it. Yes. Oh, and I think people will. I hope people want more. Some people have said to me, uh, "No, I'm going to stick to pastel pencils." I quite understand that. Yeah. Watercolor is is a, a difficult medium. But the way I do it 
I've got to say, it's easier. It's an easier watercolour than the traditional wishy-washy watercolour. Right. Okay, so whilst we're on the subject of watercolour, let's move on to some questions. So the, the question I hear have here is from Jonathan and I think we got this last week he said listening to your podcast number 20 today I was interested to hear the point made by the lady in the USA about pastel pencils on watercolor for pet portraits I've used this technique for some while uh, for some time now very successfully mainly on my aviation subjects what I like about this technique is that in my opinion it creates a solid solidity Mm. against the translucency of watercolor background for example, the aircraft against the sky. It is something that I've developed with success in my aviation work and was inspired by your Dead and Mill VHS video I bought years ago, albeit used Carpathello pastel pencils for a colour wash and pencils on top. That's right. So that's talking about pastel pencils. Absolutely, yes. yes. You see, going back, going back to Dead and Mill, that was when I was working for Car- Swan Sabilo. Mm. That was a long time ago, only yeah. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. We're going back away now. Uh, and I was using pastel pencils uh, on top of uh, water. Well, it wasn't watercolor actually. I was what I was doing. I don't want to. I don't want to bore people. But what what I did, it was advertised as water soluble. So we, I made a wash up of the pastel pencils. Oh right! And, and washed them like watercolor. Do, 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 does anyone know that? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just letting oh, no, out they, a quick no, secret. They, they knew about it. Yeah. Okay. Because they wouldn't allow me to use watercolor. You see, because no, because they, I was selling Swansea They were funding it. I see. That's what I did. I used that as a, as like a watercolor, but yeah. it wasn't watercolor. It was pastel wash. I called pastel, it a pastel, a pastel wash. wash. And then I used pastel pencils on top. Very successful. But had I had my way, I wouldn't have done it that way. I would have done watercolor. And pastel because unbeknown to them, and Jonathan wouldn't know this either, I actually did a watercolour with the same picture, Dead and Mill, with pastel pencils over the top. I did one. But then I couldn't do it for the video, so I redid it with pastel wash. And then it, But when I put the two together, I'm afraid there was no comparison. Really big difference. The, the watercolour and pastel pencils was far better. So that answers the question I just had in my head, which was, What's the difference between doing it with a pastel wash? Like, uh, how, how obvious was the difference between a pastel wash and a watercolour wash? i tell you wash? what it was. It was softer. The pastel wash and the pastel pencil was softer. So which one was softer than... Well, if you, if you used a pastel wash, and yeah. then you put pastel pencils on top of the pastel wash, it was softer right. than if you did a watercolour wash and pastel pencils over the top. So it was better, but they wouldn't allow me to do it. So we sold it the other way around, and uh, it was successful. We told a lot of a lot of uh, videos. Mm, mm. So would you say, like what Jonathan's saying here? Do you think obviously that it works well with the, with especially aviation subjects, the watercolor? Oh, I, I would say uh, yes. I mean, he's obviously used it to great effect, mm. and I know other people have done the same. And the lady from the states, yeah, um, she was doing the same thing. I mean, why not? If it works, do it. Yeah. And I love the experimentation. Yeah, it's great. I love the experimentation side of it. If yeah. It works. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks, Jonathan, for that. That's, that's a great question and, and very appropriate with what we're talking about today. The next thing I want to bring up is something that just happened yesterday. Uh, well, I'll say yesterday. It, 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 it's Friday today and it's happened last night. We have a society forum where people can post their own artwork, uh, colinbradleyartsociety.co.uk. And yesterday we had an interesting post from uh, a new user 
on one of Isabel's uh, subjects. Now, we've, we've spoken to Isabel. She doesn't mind us bringing this up. What happened is on the forum, she posted her artwork. And this person had signed up to the forum and said to Isabel uh, on the forum that someone had taken a copy of her picture that she'd uploaded and said basically that someone had taken her picture and claimed it as their uh, their own work on another website. And this website was uh, a horse game website. It's a, sort of a, a strange horse playing, role playing game website. And yeah, they posted her picture saying it was their own. Yeah. So not only plagiarized the work, but said, can someone use this uh, code, a, a, a part of the game or a game using this work? So they were going to use her picture, not only say, oh, it's mine. And basically they photoshopped Isabel's signature out of the picture no. and put their own. And then they said, uh, can anyone code this for me for this game? Unbelievable. Like yeah. uh, not only shocking, but also scary because... You know, I mean, this is what the internet's like. Obviously, you can't, you know, you post something on the internet, yeah. it can be found, yeah. you know. But unfortunately, this person was found out. Yeah. So the person, that very kind person that had posted and found the original artwork, don't know how they'd done it, had, had told Isabel that this is what was going on. So this was late last night. So what I managed to do is I managed to sign up to, because you couldn't instantly see what this person was posting. You had to sign up to this horse website. All right. So last night I signed up to this horse website. <laughs> You know, and because uh, I wanted to see what was going on and, and obviously on Isabel's behalf, contact the person and, and say what was going on, that they'd been caught. Now, fortunately, the person that had made Isabel aware of this had told the person, I know this isn't your artwork. How dare you, you mm. know, do this? And um, it said, you know, you've been found out. I've contacted them and taken screenshots of what you said. So they knew they were being caught. So anyway, I signed up to this website and I saw the post and it had been removed. I saw the thread of, of comments, uh, but I saw the original post had been removed. So they obviously got scared and backtracked as they'd been found out. Now, I spoke to Isabel on the forum and we, we had a few discussions and um, she agreed that I could send them a message. So I sent a message to them privately within the game of the website. You know, I sent from my account, newly created account to their account saying, you've been found out. The original artwork was here. It's one of, of our students' artwork, you know, how dare you copy copy it and we'll be taking action against you through the website, you know, because it's, you know, not right to do that. So I sent them that, obviously didn't get a response from them, but I also reported them, you know, to say that you, uh, as a sort of they, a foul player, you know, that they, they'd done what they'd done and told them all the information. Right. So they've been reported and they've obviously taken it down. But it's something I wanted to, to raise because obviously from Isabel's point of view, what... <laughs> What can she do, you know, and what can mm. anyone do that's mm. post their artwork on any website? You know, yeah. obviously it was posted on ours, but because that's what we encourage. we And we encourage it on Facebook, you know, and people do share their artwork on Facebook. But obviously when you share your any artwork out there, it can be found. Of course. Copy can be saved, you mm. know. And with the right Photoshop skills, yeah, you can you could rub out a thing or crop a picture to mm. crop out a signature. You know, it's fine. Yeah. So what do you do? So I we thought we'd bring this up, and I wanted to bring uh, up an article that I found on the internet, which is really fascinating. I'm going to tell you about it, Dad, actually, as well, um, because I think you'll find it interesting. It's called "What to Do if Someone Steals Your Design." Now. I'm going to read out a few things uh, from it and I will post the link on the Facebook site at some point so that, uh, you know, people listening to this can can read it more thoroughly. So obviously when you put, you, you're protecting your intellectual property, 
is difficult on the internet. The problem is, obviously, it gives you zero control over who views it and who and what they do with it. So let me go through a few of the things that this article says. And like I'll say, I'll post this up so people can read it more thoroughly of how to respond to people that have done this, you know, like Isabel, uh, what happened with Isabel. So I'll read out a few things that it says. Firstly, you can do what, what I did last night and what the, the person uh, kindly did on Isabel's behalf when they found that it had been copied they they told him about it so you can report it not only to the person that's done it but also to the person that owns the site the the odds are that if you discover that someone's done this the website that it's been posted on is going to have a reporting system in place like the one I did in this article they say that recently they encountered this situation and they simply clicked on a button that says report item or report image and gave a brief argument and then within 24 hours it was removed and taken off and the, the author or the person that had posted it had written an apology. And now I asked for an apology from this person because, it's, well, it's the least right. they can do. Yeah. Not only take it off, but also say, apologise. Uh, sorry. For yeah. doing it, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you can do that. You can report it and, and ask for it to be taken off. It's the easiest solution. The other thing you can kind of take it a bit further is you could become aware of your rights. So the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA, seems to be a standard piece of legislation that covers you in these particular circumstances. So I won't go more into that because this is going to get very legal and very boring mm. and I'm not legal. <laughs> anyway, so you can report, you can look up the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA. Next thing you could do possibly is write a copyright infringement letter. So if you've researched a bit and you've got your rights, you understand your rights, you could contact the company or the individual. I mean, this is this is like if it's serious. Like, for example, if this person used it for a game and was making money out of it. Yes. Yes. My God. This is the usual. This is the usual thing. The argument we've had over the years. I think if you copy somebody's picture and you benefit financially from that, then you've got a very good case. Yeah to argue and to say, no, I want conversation. There was a case, have I got time to mention Yeah, this yeah, one? go for it. Yeah. It was many, many years ago. We were looking at 10, 12 years ago. There was a quite a well-known artist who did a picture and it was published in the magazine. And someone else, another professional artist, believe it or not, copied that picture and produced it as his own work. No way. Yes, he did. Really? I mean, it was it was blatant, and, and the magazine took it up and showed both pictures, and they were <laughs> so alike. You <laughs> really, believe. you could definitely see that the bloke, someone had copied. Yeah. Yes, but uh, the argu- there was a, a case. Well, what do we do about it? There's nothing he could do about it. It would have cost him so much money to take it through the courts yeah. and through the other thing that he had to let it go. However. The professional artist that copied the picture didn't do him any good, really. He was found out. Yeah. This, this is the way to do it. To fi- th- 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 this is one of the things it says. Exactly, go public. That's exactly that's, 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 that's the way. That's the way out. Yeah. And uh, he did. And, uh, you know, so, I, I mean, as I said to Isabel, it's flattering in a way that someone thinks enough of your picture that they want to use it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And I'm sure that there's a lot of mine floating around the ethers that uh, are being used <laughs> yeah. without my knowledge. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I wanted to bring that up and bring that to people's attention. And that is a, it's a really useful article. If anyone out there wants to read more about it, you know, um, or just even if they keep the bookmark, they bookmark the article or print it out and sort of say, OK, yeah. if this ever happens to me. Yeah. I know what what my rights are and what I can do about it. So I'll put that article up for people to read or to people to have just as a reference. 
Anyway, away from the legal stuff, let's answer these last few questions. This is from Tim in the USA. He says, hi, Mr. Bradley. I was wondering if you could give some tips on how to frame pastel pencil art. Well, frame pastel pencil art is fairly easy, really. You double mount it. Definitely what's, double mounts. Double mounts. Well, you know, double mats. You know the mounts that you use to in front of a picture. Yeah. If you put a double one of those on, mm-hmm. that pushes it further away from the glass because pastel has a habit of touching the glass if you're not careful, and if you do, you'll get a little sort of dust mark on it. Right. That's really all you need to worry about. I know some framers do object to touching pastel if it's not been fixed. You but we see, don't, you well, don't recommend fixative, really, I do you? I don't, no, no, I don't. But but I think if you find a good framer, they'll say, okay, that's okay. I mean, I, I framed hundreds and hundreds of pictures, hundreds of pictures of pastel and never had a problem with them. Mm. So double mount? Double mount. So the pastel's not touching the glass? That's right. And try to get away with not fixing it? Oh, don't fix it, no. You'll you're ruin, ruin the picture if you fix it. Okay. The next one is from Jessica. Hi, Colin. Could you let me know what carbon paper you use? While watching one of your videos yesterday, I saw a comment where others mentioned using carbon, mentioned the carbon smudging, and you said that you use a very high-quality carbon. So I would, of course, like to get one that doesn't smudge. Yes, so would everybody now. Unfortunately, the carbons are getting fewer and fewer and fewer because no one's using typewriters, and that was really the only use they had. Right, yeah. So it's hard to get hold of them. You can still just about get hold of one now. But I suggested to, to Jessica, what you can do is you can scan, once you're, you've done your pencil drawing, Yeah. if you want it to be more secure than that, uh, you can then put it into your computer, scan it into the computer. And, and print, print it, it out. Off, print it off directly onto your pastel paper or watercolour paper or whatever. And that will give you a, a much uh, some more secure image yeah yeah and just a pencil well, i suppose that's like the more modern way of getting around it yes absolutely to, to just completely cut out the carbon that's what i would do you can use transtrace or trace down which is like a graphite carbon and you can use that and what i would do if you were really serious about this you could uh, use trace down trace your image onto plain paper yeah the outline then go over it with pencil and then Scan it. So it's a bit clearer. That, yeah, well, the advantage of that, you've got a scanned image. So if you mess your picture up, you can go Just back print, to print that image one. again. <laughs> That's right. So there are there are benefits to it. Okay. She goes, you've obviously, she's, this email conversation has gone on a bit further. So you've said something similar to what you just said there and then she's come back to you with another question uh, how many sets of pencils do you have at once mm. since you use a very sharp point of a pencil as well as a, a, a duller one for bigger areas in effect I was wondering uh, would you need at least two sets is this right so mm. she's got currently 60 I'm thinking get of getting it. another set this is interesting because you do have mm. you do have when you say oh I've got two I or do. three whites do you think that you need to get another set no absolutely definitely not categorically not what you need is to buy those extra pencils you can use most of, whites and blacks, mm. maybe a greys. Greys go down very quickly with me. Uh, ivory is another one that goes down. These pencils last a long time. I have pencils, some of the very obscure greens that I've got, the viridians, that kind. I, I, I would buy one of those every four or five years. Right, okay. You know, you don't use them very much. Maybe you just need to just touch and a touch here and a touch there. Yeah. It's the ones that, you know, you use as base colours, really, the whites and the 
So uh, double up, double up on the whites, the ivories, the greys, and the pinks, maybe, and the black, maybe, mm. and the yeah, and the pinks. And buy as you and the need ivories. them. Buy right. as you need them. You'll find out once you do half a dozen pictures, you'll start seeing you've got little stubs left. Mm. Buy a couple of those next time. Right. It's a better way of going about it. Buying another sixty, really, oh, that'd be a lot of money, wouldn't it? Apart from the fact it is going to cost you. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to use them. Mm. Well, remember, Jessica, you can buy individual pasta pencils on our website. Well, of course you can. And <laughs> we people, sell them individually, we, yeah. So if you want to buy a couple of whites, you can buy a couple of whites. That's all we do get. I've got uh, people buying four or five whites at a time. Yeah. Because, they, you know, they, they use white is the most commonly used pencil. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've covered a lot today, haven't we? We have. The sun is going down. It's, uh, it's getting darker in here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's call it a day let's call it a wrap thanks everyone for listening um, if you have time and uh, a chance please like us and rate us on iTunes we really appreciate the ratings it bumps us up the ranks and uh, that's about it so uh, send your questions if you have a question to either myself or dad uh, dad's email is colin at bradleygallery.co.uk and mine is admin at colinbradleyart.co.uk you can fire a question at uh, either us Uh, if you want to be mentioned on the podcast and we'll see you next time so I'm Stephen Bradley and I'm Colin Bradley enjoy Enjoy your week week. thought you were going to fall asleep for a minute then oh dear I I only just just managed to keep going there my throat's killing me do you want a cup of tea then? I think I do yeah that's a good idea